Dan. DD. It's just me and you again. You know, I had a, a friend hit me up this week and say that he's been enjoying brunch in 3D, and that would be DD and Dan. So, welcome back to Brunch in 3D. <laughs> Well, welcome back to Brunch in 3D. I love it. Um, you know, here's the question someone asked me this week about the Brunch Breakdown. They were like, so how is Chris posting every second on social media, but not doing the Brunch Breakdown? And I never thought about it. But I'm like, you know. Good question. We know he's got things going on, but it's also like, yeah. you know, like... Could you post? Could you like slow down the posting? I feel like he's posting more. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's a lot of video content, a lot of editing, and a lot of posting going on. And yet, for some reason, increases when the weeks that he's uh, he's not here. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. Well, yeah, but it is odd. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little weirding <laughs> me out a little bit. But you know, whatever. We'll see. Uh, but there is one thing that uh, another thing that I do want to talk about with Chris is that. He did some interesting poses recently on the Instagram that made me think that is Chris about to be a fitness model? Like one of those dudes who like the doing competitions, like right. they used to show on ESPN all the time with guys holding like their arms the like this. Fake tan, like, yeah. like it's like so it's like really bad. It, mm-hmm. it makes no sense as to why it's that dark, mm-hmm. but I don't know, but that is where my mind went to, because it's sort of like he was trending in that direction. Yeah. You know, are we are we all, you know, switching the business model a little bit? And that's the uh, the next step. I don't know. You know, TikTok fame is good enough for a lot of people, but maybe Chris wants to get up on the big stage and put some fake tanner on and (laughs) slick the hair back. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. Right. <laughs> but I did think of a great plan for the brunch breakdown if this does happen. So okay. if Chris does start doing like these bodybuilding modeling competition situ- pageants situations, yeah. yeah, we have to go to the cities and eat at the best brunch place possible and broadcast from there because he won't be able Ooh. to eat from there, but we will. Right. So it'll basically True. be like torture for him as we talk about how we had the best egg Benedict sandwich with bacon and all this other yeah. shit. Like while he has to, you know, basically starve himself to get ready for the competition. You know, I think that's fair because we're there like in a sense we're there to support him. Mm-hmm. So he should be able to have to sit there and put up with us describing and enjoying those most delicious brunch and doing live broadcasts from there. Uh, in support of him because then he can get up on stage with his brunch breakdown thong get our logo right on the backside and we're there we're cheering baby after that delicious chicken and waffles from an amazing local establishment so i think we have a good team dynamic here where everybody wins (laughs) can you see it can you see it people i'm sorry to do that to you but it's a possibility it's a possibility uh brunch breakdown dot merch uh we've got the brunch breakdown thong ready for That's the right. summer so ready for yeah. summer baby ready for the summer <laughs> brunch bake breakdown thongs 
wow. All right. We got to start the show. It's DD out here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Dan is in Pittsburgh. Chris is uh, wearing a brunch breakdown thong. And this is the brunch breakdown podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. As we're going to be talking about Top Gun. Me nor Dan have seen Top Gun. Chris has seen it, but he's not here. So this whole podcast today hasn't seen the OG Top Gun. And we're going to talk about that and our impressions from the first time watching this movie from 1986 in 2022. And also, we're going to talk music to uh, Drake's new album, Honestly Nevermind, and Beyonce put out a new single, Break My Soul. And we'll also talk about whatever else we're listening to. And I know Dan went to a concert this week, so we'll be talking about that also. But Dan, let everybody know where they can find The Brunch Breakdown. That's right. You can find The Brunch Breakdown everywhere. Everywhere that you can find podcasts, simply search The Brunch Breakdown, hit follow, and hit subscribe. Let those episodes come to you typically each and every Wednesday. We're on a typically on a, a Wednesday release schedule. We know we're a little off this week, coming to you on a Friday, so thank you for your patience. But typically on Wednesdays, those episodes are ready first thing in the morning. So if you hit follow and you hit subscribe, they'll be ready whenever you are. So find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, like once again, every Wednesday, especially on Friday this week. Uh, full video episodes also available the same day the podcast gets released, the audio podcast on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. Those will still premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, available on demand anytime you want to watch those after that as well. And of course, we are everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, which I'm going to get into it here uh, in a few moments, TikTok, uh, at Brunch Breakdown. You can find us there. And of course, do not forget the extra loaded, the double stuffed, if you will, Sounds of Brunch now. We're going two weeks, double stuffed version. So last week's playlist and this week's playlist of what we're listening to all crammed onto the Sounds of Brunch. That'll be ready for you on Friday exclusively on Spotify. Beautiful. All right. Well, now it's time to get random topics off our chest. And since you just kind of alluded to what you're going to do, uh, why don't you get it <laughs> off your chest, Dan? Go for it. Let everybody know what's on your mind. Yeah, yeah. I alluded to a little bit and you did too. We talked about me going to a couple concerts lately. And I have just a couple observations, kind of getting back into the swing of things. Concerts again, you know, it's a regular thing for people. And I've just been noticing a couple of things more recently that I just, I got to get him off my chest, man. You know, we're in, we're in summer. We've hit past the first day of summer uh, earlier this week. So it's getting hot. There's this crazy heat wave crawling across the country, uh, going up and down the coast. It's been wild. It's been unusually hot. So we're outdoors for shows and you got to be, you got to be aware of the weather and the temperature. And ladies and gentlemen, I cannot, you know, stress this enough. Function over fashion <laughs> at concerts and festivals. Function over fashion. Okay. A lot of fashion that's going wrong right now. You know, you've got the baggy shirts, baggy clothes is kind of coming back in. When you're outdoors at a show and it's 90 degrees. At 7 p.m., that's not a good selection for you. It's just not a good idea, okay? No one's going to be admiring the clothes you're wearing when you're drenched in sweat looking like an idiot because you chose fashion over function. People, be smart, okay? Be smart, especially in those outdoor shows. Function over fashion. 
for your clothing. Be smart. On that same note, if you're under 21 and the shows that I've been going to lately have a lot, a lot of people under 21 there, and that's just the way it is. If the only thing that you can legally purchase at the concession stand is water, then you should be purchasing it when it's 90 degrees outside. We were at a show earlier this week and we witnessed people passing out constantly because they lined up all day out in the sun. They waited, they got inside, crammed in with a bunch of people and got overheated. People buy the water, drink the water. That's all you can afford and legally buy anyways. Hydrate, okay? The last thing I wanna get to, get off my chest is I went to a show. I went to my man. I finally got to see my man Rex Orange County this past week. One of the shows that I got to see finally, finally made his way to Pittsburgh. He was supposed to be at Coachella back in 2020 rescheduled. wasn't on the bill for this year. So finally got to see him and he's not, you know, as underground of an artist as he was back in say 2017, 2018, I think when I first started looking, listening to him. So I knew there'd be a, a, a bigger group of support there. This show sold out, sold out. The tickets, Didi, were after fees, $70. There was not an opener. Oh, damn. No opener. $70 sold out over 5,000 people in Pittsburgh. And it just, like I was talking about, the crowd was younger. And I'm like, me and my wife are witnessing this. And I'm just like, this is just annoying. It's the first time I'm seeing this guy. I don't want it to be with this huge sold out crowd. Like I was, I was in a couple of years ago. She's like, it's TikTok. All these kids here, they're all discovering these people and these artists on TikTok. And it's kind of annoying. It's kind of annoying for, and I'm curious as to what people in the music industry and A&R, DD, and you know these people, you're friends with these people, like it kind of affects, affects what they do. Like you and I used to discover music and you had to go and look for it, the undiscovered artist. Now it just gets trendy on TikTok. And I mean, it's good for them, but I feel like it's going to be extra hard for me because I used to like really enjoy that like find an undiscovered artist go see them at shows with a hundred people or less and like watch this evolution and you know over time now that process gets so sped up and everything is just in front of you that by the time you discover somebody that they're they're huge because of one or two songs on on tiktok blows up and then you're paying 70 bucks to see them at a sold out show uh, for 5,000 people. And it was just, it's just crazy. And it just made me think like, in a lot of ways, that's good. But in a, that's, that's a reason that I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That's all I got to say. Daniel, <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> like one Rex Orange County has been big for a few years now. I know. And I think that was probably it is because I just hadn't had the chance to see him. So like four years ago, five years ago, when I would have wanted to see him, yeah. it wouldn't have been sold out $70 ticket. I realized that, but he's not getting played on the radio. No, but that he's is, but that should make you happy. 
Do you know what I mean? That part does. That should make you happy. That like you still have this thing. It's just that a lot of people know him. It's in the thing that I think that's interesting that probably makes A&R's crazy is that when a song goes big on TikTok or a couple songs go big on TikTok and you have this artist who they never really wanted to be that big, all of a sudden is that big. And then once they do their next album, they kind of like fall off because they were never supposed to be that big. But people consider that as a fall off. So people are like, well, that person's whack instead of being like, this is where they were kind of supposed to be. So I think about that when I think about like artists sometimes where it's like they were never supposed to be this big. Their song just caught on. And I think about that sometimes with the way that the way that music is shared now. Yeah, no, that's really interesting point, because I just wonder how it affects their job because sometimes it's in a probably in a positive light but other ways it can backfire because yeah it can't take somebody to superstardom far too quickly because of a song and then all of a sudden pressures pressures on way quicker than it than it used to be so music's being shared in in more ways than it ever has before and i think that is a very very good thing but it just means it's gonna i i'm i'm i I, i'm gonna have to work harder i'm gonna have to work harder to get in early earlier than early now for what i used used to like to do that's all (laughs) oh man i love it dan old man brunch (laughs) right there that was that was nice i like that i like when you bring it i like it (laughs) all right uh i gotta get this off my chest uh i got a couple flights coming up very soon i'm gonna be doing some traveling because i got the dance awards i'll be hosting that coming up in the next few weeks and i just want to say this because there's a video that i saw that's been going viral for the last couple weeks of a person with their shoes off taking down the uh the window shade with their foot barefoot on a plane Mm -hmm. taking the window shade down and i want to say this keep your shoes on on the plane (laughs) please keep your shoes on keep your sandals on whatever you got keep them on i don't want bare feet on planes i don't want bare feet beside me i think it's disgusting like listen if you want to take your shoes off you got a long flight fine you got your socks on i'll deal with that but like i don't want bare feet and i for damn sure don't want your feet anywhere near a screen anywhere near anything keep your feet down below your tray table i don't want it on the seat i don't want to see your feet keep them to yourself like this is gross. And when things like this happen and go viral, I get very nervous that like I'm going to get stuck behind the 18 to 25 year old person who decides that this is going to be funny. And I'm going to take video of me doing this. And I'm terrified oh. as I have a flight to Vegas that I am terrified for that. Like I have a feeling that someone's going to be doing this. I know the flight's short, but you go to Vegas to be an asshole and why not start on the flight? And I'm afraid I'm going to be behind that person. So yeah. Anyways, keep your shoes on, on planes, please. It should be a law. Like don't mess with the smoke detectors, no smoking and keep your feet, keep your shoes on. Yep. It should be, it should be that simple. It really should. You're right though. It, It makes it worse that you're going to Vegas. So you've already got that crowd. That's like, would do that just to be funny. Mm hmm. And we can't have, shouldn't be allowed. Shouldn't be allowed. You should be thrown off the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck to you. Good luck to you generally with flying right now, because it just doesn't seem like a good thing. (laughs) It's like, that's all I got to say. Dude, every, how about this? If you could guarantee your flight was on time, if you saw a little, you know, couple of 
piggly wiggly toes hanging out there, maybe you'd be okay with it, but maybe the the sacrifice fl- right now. On the flight to Vegas, I'll deal because it's so short. On the flight yeah. to Orlando, no. Oof. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's a long one. No, that's no, a no. long one for you. I don't want to see your feet for five to six hours. No. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Make it a law. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into Brews Day and uh, let's talk about what we're sipping on. I wonder what Chris is sipping on. Maybe, I don't know, self tanner. Same. Well, it- <laughs> <laughs> he's been drinking that light beer shit lately, oh, yeah, so it just kind of goes in line. That's probably what he's still continuing his little streak there. I know it's not. I know he doesn't necessarily enjoy it because of the lack of flavor, but he's watching that caloric intake, and that's where you lose the sacrifice flavor. It's too bad. All right. Well, have? I, I have an interesting one and I am not drinking today because I have I have something I have to do like right after we're done with the brunch breakdown. So I'm not even going to make my body feel any comfortable because I don't feel like doing that. Um, okay. I want to shout out the bullet mixed cocktails, the bottled cocktails. OK, so I tried this. I just saw I had, these. I hadn't okay. seen them before. Right. I hadn't seen them before. Yeah. I love bullet. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot because like the the mix, the pre-mix cocktails, that's becoming a big thing. Like basically everybody's making them and I didn't know Bullet made them. So I picked up the old fashioned one and I picked up the Manhattan one. And I will freaking tell you, this is fucking great. I'm not saying it's like the best Manhattan you've ever had. But if you don't feel yeah. like going through with all the bitters and the vermouth and doing all the stuff to try to make your Manhattan, you just want to have a Manhattan at your house. You maybe got some cherries or whatever at the crib or whatever you want to use with it. It's awesome because all I did pour, put a couple cherries in. I have a Manhattan at my house. No work, just this. And it's freaking it's awesome. I'm telling you. And the old fashioned wow. same thing. Just bought my own orange with the peeling like perfectly yeah. fine and it was and it's great not i'm like i'm saying i'm not saying it's the it's like you going to some amazing bar that you had the best manhattan or the best old-fashioned in your life no that's not what's happening here but it is an old-fashioned and it is a manhattan and it is good and i'm just like get them like this is awesome if you're somebody who just wants to have a manhattan or an old-fashioned at times and like you don't feel like making it or you don't have all the things to make it at your house yeah so, do that. This is delicious. And I just, I, I love it so much. Shouts the bullet. Oh, that's amazing. Brunch court yeah. meets bruise day. All oh, in yeah. one right oh, yeah. there. I, yeah. I just saw those and was super intrigued because yeah, I'm, I'm down with bullet. I thought, okay, these, these have got to be good. If bullet's going to become a strong, you know, they got to be good. So that's, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. I'm going to have to try them. Yeah. It's, awesome. I mean, it's super good. I'm like, I'm just saying, it's not the, it's not going to be the greatest thing you've ever had. It's not, you're not going to be like, right. Oh my God, it's just so great. Like, no, it's it's just you want a Manhattan, you got a Manhattan, and it's freaking there. It is, and it's good. And if you like Bullet, you're gonna like it even more. So it's really good. Amazing. All yep. right, I like that. Uh, well, I got a special one today, and it's courtesy of friend of the program, avid listener Tyler Malone. Shouts to you, my friend. He hooked uh, me up with a Southern Grist and Southern Grist Brewing Company based out of Nashville, Tennessee, known pretty well as one of the best breweries in the country, one of the best craft breweries in the country, period. And uh, I've had this for a little while, but it was it's finally been time. It's finally been time. This is their uh, teal 
hazy IPA. It's New England IPA. And okay. um, we were both running a little, we had a you know crazy day at work. We're both running a little late today. Late today. I'm not going to lie. I had a sip already um, <laughs> because I can, I was ready for it. But I can tell you uh, citrusy, hazy, but very smooth. There's a great balance between, you know, the bitter and the citrus. It's citrus heavy uh, over the bitter, uh, very smooth, just like the right amount of sweetness too. Just the right amount of sweetness. This is a great summertime. It almost looks like it's made for summertime, summertime beer, the teal hazy IPA from Southern Grist Brewing Company. Shouts to you, Tyler, my man. She's a beaut. She's a beaut. I love that can. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love, I love that can, you know, I love a hazy IPA. I love that it's Mm -hmm. called teal. I love, I love all of that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this has got your name written all over it. So if he's listening, he could, you know, hook somebody else up. I know. Why don't you send me some (laughs) Tyler? Let's go. Send me some. (laughs) Well, that is what we are sipping on. Dan cheers. Cheers. Cheers indeed. I'll enjoy for both of us. Yes. Enjoy for both. Please, please. All right. Well, let's get into the main course and it is Top Gun. (laughs) You have the need, the need for speed, Dan, after watching (laughs) OG Top Gun, by the way, not the new Top Gun, OG Top Gun, me nor Dan had seen and uh, starring Tom Cruise, 1986, this thing came out and my first initial thought Two minutes and 51 seconds in. Oh, because I paused it. Is okay. This is so 80s. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's wild how 80s this thing is. Because you got to think, like, you were born in 86, right? Yep. 86. I'm 85. Yep. And so the 80s to us are not exactly like it's like we're more of 90s people because it's like the 80, the end of the 80s. Like we don't remember those. We're like four or five, yeah. six, whatever years old. So you don't really remember those. But so when I see it's something that's so 80s, I'm like, man, that's old. And that's how I felt in the first less than three minutes of this movie. <laughs> no, I'm 100 percent with you. And I'm. I had to, and almost probably the same time frame. I didn't make a mental note of it, but it, it, it happened early on in the few, first few minutes where it was like, you have to mentally prepare yourself for an 80s movie, <laughs> right? You have to like get into character almost and be like, this is an 80s movie. This isn't made for me. It's not made for today. Let's go back. This was amazing at the time. And just think we've seen 80s movies but you really do have to like shift your brain back in time and go back into like embrace that era. Cause otherwise you're like, this is trash. Like the whole thing, the production, the story, the, the music, but eighties movie, you have to put it in perspective of those other eighties movies. And um, that can be difficult sometimes, but <laughs> we've been on a little bit of a trend here and uh, whatever we're calling these segments of like, extremely popular movies that the brunch breakdown has never seen um some of them have tended to be in that time frame that 80s late 80s early 90s um so i'm getting a little bit more of a hang of it It didn't take me quite as long to get into it maybe as uh, as it did like with goodfellas when we watched that and some other ones that we've watched so yeah definitely have to just 
be fully aware of what's happening before you sit down and watch this movie or, or otherwise it's over before you even get started. Dude, I the reason <laughs> why I know the two minute and 51 second mark is because I had to pause it and like literally like talk to myself. I mean, like, <laughs> I almost sent you a text and said, dude, I'm not going to watch this. Like we got to <laughs> let's let's just do something else. Songs of the summer or something. Let's figure it out. But I was like, yeah. you know what? No, I'm going to do this. But I literally had to take a lap. I had to like I had to get up. I had to go to the room, pour a little bullet. I had to do that. And then I could get through this thing. But man, it is just, just, I didn't realize, because I had no idea. Like, I had no idea that there is so much of the plane stuff. So much yeah. of the military stuff. I thought that was just kind of like a backdrop. It was like, this is what they do. But really, there's other stories. There's more fighting involved and whatever else that happens. But like, it's really not this. So I was just like, really thrown by the fact that like, they were really like flying all the time. And it wasn't all that fun to watch. <laughs> That's what was most interesting is how many like air scenes there were flying these planes and that yeah. it really does take up a majority of the movie. And like, yeah, there were certainly instances where it's like, man, this, this doesn't need to be this long. No, no. <laughs> like we're getting a little bit too deep into the, into the woods here. Um, you know, but it's still, it didn't, it wasn't super boring necessarily because of that, but it was so much of the movie that it was surprising. Uh, I don't know if it made it go, it made it seem a, maybe a little bit faster for me because like the rest of the movie was <laughs> like less, it was like half of it was like <laughs> the rest of the scenes was like half of the movie. So it's like, play, you're just like, oh, okay, planes. All right. What does he say? What's going on? And like the, the scenes like in the air of the act flying of like, you know, this going on. And it's like, I don't, know which plane is which no. they're just i you don't know you're like okay i think he's behind the plane in this this one so he's the plane in the back so like trying to piece that together i was just like okay all right you know but yeah. it, that did surprise me how much of it was like scenes action scenes in the air on the plane and that's like the bulk of the movie like the other storylines and dramas were like layered in but it was mostly flying. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't know like who was cutting off, who, who was mad. At yeah. Who. Like I was like, what is happening? I, I have no idea what's happening. I was like, maybe if I saw this in like the movie theater, like maybe it would have been different or something like that. But also I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, I will say the most, the first thing I would talk about here is goose dying during practice. There had to be a better way to kill off one of the characters we're supposed to like in this movie. Like, I'm like, he died during training. Like, what? And that was, like, acceptable? Like, people love this movie. And I'm like, you got rid of the comic relief in this movie. Killing him in training. Like, like Bubba Gump went out in war. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. Like he went out right. in war. Like you don't kill off the comic relief in the movie in practice. <laughs> I I can't I honestly that happened and I was like basically blacked out for the rest of the movie. I don't even know what the hell happened at the end. I don't I like I honestly uh, that happened and I was like, "Wait. Wait. 
did I miss something? Are they, did, did the plane get shot down? What happened? Right. <laughs> Nothing. He just died. <laughs> Stupid. It was very anticlimactic in that way. And then it, yeah, it, it was, it was surprising because it happened then. I was, yeah. I was, I was shocked. <laughs> Cause I, I well, I've heard a lot of things about this movie. I never heard that. I, I've never heard that. So I didn't even like spoiler alert. No, it was coming. So it was like surprising and surprising that it happened then. Cause then they like cut to Tom Cruise after he's like pulling him out of the water, whatever they cut to Tom Cruise, like push, you know, uh, splashing water on his face. And is you know, it walks in and he's like, goose is dead. And it like kept like washing his face. Like he knew. He's just, just like, am I still bleeding up here a little bit? Like what? What? This is it? This is the, like... That scene made me laugh because I was like, wait. Wait, so Goose is really dead. And Tom Cruise, his next line is literally, I know. He's just like, I know. What? We couldn't have built that up a little (laughs) bit better? Yeah, that that was just poorly done altogether. Poorly done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Poorly done. I was like, I don't know. It just, it sucks for Goose. Like, why did he have to go out like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, okay, I get, you, you want, you know, he's going to die in the movie. It makes, but yeah, practice, practice. Yeah. Practice. Better. Way. What, what else stood out to you in this, this film? Well, one thing that stood out to me the probably the most, it was like one of the first things I noted down was I will die a happy man if I never have to hear take my breath away <laughs> ever again. My gosh. Like the budget for this film must have been so low that they had two songs in one and that's theirs and that's good but then take my breath out like over and over and over and over and it would like not even be far apart it'd be like the music a small scene the music again like i was getting ready to turn it off and like if they keep playing this i'm going to lose it like that way too much of that way too much and again it was all and it made me think 80s again i'm like what movies aren't aren't done that way anymore they're not playing like hit songs that had to have been a popular i don't know what year that song came out but there's just music isn't used that way in music anymore it's all original stuff so it's just like oh that hearing that 80s music but in particular take my breath away that that i could have done i could have done without that was starting to it was starting to get in my nerves oh, it came my out nerves. but that was like one thing 1986 so same year. Okay. So it was same year. See, like, can you envision that? Like a song coming out, like on a, a movie and like, they're using a Dua Lipa song, like constantly. <laughs> it's just not happening anymore. It's crazy. Dude. They're the romance in this movie was so eighties because of course it was yeah. somebody hot for their teacher. What right. on earth was wrong with people in the 80s, that they were all obsessed with their teacher or the person. In ch- I, like, I never got into it because the first time we see this woman, when they ambush sing to her, which was yeah. which weird. Go ahead. Go ahead. And him going into the bathroom. 
Weird. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Weird. Good idea. Bad idea. Yeah. Good idea. It, bad. Yeah. Weird. Uh, uh, like I just thought I was like, who is this old woman? I thought it was a joke. I didn't know this was gonna be the love interest. I thought like it was somebody's mother. Like I thought it was like them doing a yeah. military prank or something like that. No, <laughs> this was the person he was gonna be with in this movie, and I was like really thrown off by that. Yeah, because and when she shows up as the like instructor that next day, whatever, and does the turnaround, I was gonna sound like, uh, we're doing this. I was, I was like, uh, yeah, we're we're doing this in the '80s, man. '80s, yeah. But that's just, but it's, it shouldn't be surprising because you're right. That was like the thing in the '80s. It's like, oh, of course, yeah, of course. The only thing that wasn't surprising is there wasn't some other you know, one night stand with another woman that he caught, <laughs> that she caught them with. Like that would be the only other thing <laughs> that would have fallen in line with every other 80s movie. Yeah, because that's what I was waiting for. It was like their, <laughs> yeah. their conflict, but their conflict ended up being goose dying in practice, which was- Yeah, I was like, oh, don't tell me Goose's wife is going to like fall for him now or something. Like I was, I was then anticipating it. I'm like, this is what happens in these movies, these stupid, stupid storylines. <laughs> but I mean, they kept it simple. Not that, that, not that that was a good thing either. Dude, take my breath away. <laughs> Danger Zone. Did Danger Zone uh, get popular because of this movie? Had Is to that... have, right? Had to have. And I, and also, one other thing. That need for speed line, I've heard so many times said in different things that it made me think that that line was like a big deal in the movie. It's right. not. No, they just no. say it while walking and then it's done. And I'm like, that really made you guys think, whoa, got to say that all the time. Need or the need for speed. And I've always just thought that there was like a bigger thing to that. There's not. Yeah. Yeah. It, I know when I, yeah, I heard it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be throughout. This is this is where this comes from. We've yeah. had this with Goodfellas, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, this is that meme or this is that line. And it does become sort of a bit. This was just like a line of the movie. Yeah. And it, it just like it's still said to this day. And it's just like. That that one just because it sounds good. But yeah, there was no it, that was it. It was just a, just a line of the movie, basically. Dude, you can tell that like in the 80s, there were only like 10 channels. There are some <laughs> things you watch and you're just like, you know what? The only one movie came out that week, that like month, maybe. Like, who knows? Yeah. A couple movies right. came out that month. And that's why everyone loves this one. Because got to tell you, Top Gun, not my favorite. <laughs> no good. Oh, yeah. Overall. Yeah. No good. Not my favorite, Dan. No. I will. Uh, I'll say two things. First of all, Val Kilmer is the man. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Sorry, excuse me. Excuse me, Val. No, no the, the, apologies to you. I didn't mean anything about you. No disrespect you to Val Kilmer. Saying this. No, no disrespect. <laughs> There's a shirt. No disrespect to Val Kilmer. <laughs> um, he's the man. He is the man. I didn't know he was in this movie. Me either. Um, I went into this movie thinking I was not going to like it. Like, this is one where I knew you and I hadn't seen it. It was going to be on our list, and I was going to be like, I don't want to watch this. I don't think I'm going to like it. I hear people talk about it. I hear friends talk about it. And I'm like, it just sounds lame. It's just going to be another 80s movie, whatever. And like, I guess I liked it more than I thought. I mean, do I need to, will I watch it again? No, but I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I didn't hate it. Um, I don't know. I just, 
I guess I, I, I'm, I was okay with it. I was, uh, I was okay with it. I'm kind of intrigued in the other ones. Cause there's a, like, a, is there an actual sequel? Like there was an actual. Wait, was there second, second movie? Was there no, or is this, was it literally 2022 it. was the I'm looking up right now? No, I guess that was it. Wow. What did they blew a chance for that? <laughs> I don't, they could have done so many different things. Oh so many gosh. different things. Well, yeah. I don't know if I want to see the new one because <laughs> like I just said, I would have seen the sequel. And then I realized the sequel is came out this year. I don't know if I'd want to see, see the sequel. The only but. thing that made me say, maybe I go see this. I would go see the new one is if I could see it in the biggest screen possible in IMAX, because yeah. I feel like the flight scenes now would look way better, but I don't yeah. know how much I really need to see the movie, but that's the only way I would watch the sequel dude that's a great point that's a great point if they're sticking with kind of the same theme there's gonna be a lot of those flight type of scenes then it will look way better uh with today's technology and on a on a large screen that's for sure um but i guess i liked it i guess i liked it i i I say that because i didn't hate it so like the alternative is i guess i liked it um and i think i went into it with such low expectations expecting to hate it it kind of set myself up there. If I had been like psyched about it or something, I'm sure I would have been let down. But you know, when you throw in Val Kilmer, it's like, all right, all right, you, you got me now. That's that's a point. It already started with a plus one. So yeah, See, yeah. I was a little, bad. I was a little bummed just because I like action movies. This is my bread and butter. And people say yeah. this is the best one, and it's it's not. It wasn't not a ton me. of action. Not a wasn't ton of action. Just a lot of a lot of. A lot of drama in the skies, you know, drama in the skies. <laughs> okay. Well, my last thought on Top Gun is two things. One, okay. I don't understand why anyone loves Tom Cruise. I don't get it. <laughs> if this was the movie that made him a movie star, I don't get it. I never have understood it, but like I'm of the generation that maybe my first thought of tom cruise as him jumping on oprah's couch yeah the lunatic yes so it's hard to watch this not think of that but also just try your hardest to be like what is it that made him everybody loves tom cruise he's short kind of i mean kind of like not likable in this movie either it's kind of a dick like a little bit I, i i don't i don't get it I don't understand Tom Cruise. Second thing. And I don't find him cool. I didn't find any of that edgy. None of it. I found none of it. Like, I know the motorcycle, all that shit. I just found none of it cool. Second thing. Top Gun is drumline. But Nick Cannon is so much more charismatic than Tom Cruise. And black marching bands are more interesting than fighter pilots. Fighter planes. Think about it. That's Top Gun crazy. is Drumline. It's literally the same movie, just Nick Cannon and Tom Cruise. And I rather watch Nick Cannon than Tom Cruise. Dude, that is unbelievable. Same. I'm like thinking of every aspect of it from like the, you know, uh, the I'll just call them like the leader or the instructor, and then uh-huh. like the the person that's supposed to be better than them or is like the senior or whatever. Like every element of it, how they're like, oh man, 
That's fascinating. I don't know how you thought of that, dude, but it, it works. You're, you're so right. You're so right. Yeah. Think about it. The love interest. He like loves the older girl in drumline. He loves the yeah. older teacher, but eighties, of course, yeah. so it's gotta be a teacher. Right. It's gotta be gotta like be a that. Teacher. It's gotta be a teacher. Cause it's eighties. And then you look at it. It's like, he's, he's good, but he's like, you know, he's great at it, but he's like too great at it that he like gets himself in trouble all the time. He gets in his own way. Yeah, exactly. Gets in his yeah. own way. Yeah. He like leaves the program for a second. It's all right. the same. Like it's literally the same movie. It's crazy. And this all came about because Goose died. Because once Goose died, I, the movie was basically background noise. So this was all going through. <laughs> so I was able to collect my thoughts, write my notes down and all that. Because after Goose died, I was like, this movie is weird. But then it hit me. This is Drumline. It's literally drumline. I'm I'm like I'm flabbergasted. I'm st- it's you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and Drumline is a way better movie. <laughs> Much. And it is way better in that movie. I will never never I cannot wait to tell that to everybody <laughs> that loves this freaking movie. I'm telling that to everybody starting tomorrow. Yep. And they can't, you can't deny it. Come up with some evidence. You can't deny it. Yeah. Amazing. Like, hey, well, oh, done. well you done. like Top Gun? Uh, you should watch a movie called Drumline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With a better, with a better <sighs> concept. It's literally, it's, it's just like Top Gun. Drumline is Top Gun with just better with things that I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Way better. Nick Cannon and popular music done by marching bands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I'm going to ruin some people with that. (laughs) And I love it. I can't wait. Oh yeah. Amazing. Amazing analogy. Spot on. You're welcome. Spot on. (laughs) Well, I feel like that is a good way. What top gun Dan liked it. I, you know, it was there. Shouts to Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I feel like that's a good way to move into what's been happening this past week. Drake released an album, honestly, never mind, and it's got the internet split. They are hurting. Dan, yeah. what do you think of Drake's newest surprise seventh album? He called it an album, not a playlist, not a just random project. He called this his seventh album. Go for it. Um well, he should stop doing albums then uh, because they don't work. If this is what we're doing now. I mean, I was super excited. Like everybody was last week when this surprise album came out. And it's like, okay, let's dive in. First song, halfway through, I'm like, what is going on here? Let's just get to the next one. Halfway through. I haven't found it yet. Let's, okay, this song's kind of long. Third, and it just kept happening and i'm like am i searching for gold here i don't have to do that on drake albums i don't have to search for the gold the gold's all there i mean he couldn't have named it anything any perfect more perfectly like honestly like never mind i don't need i don't need that i like never mind forget it i don't worry about it that's what made me think like never mind <sighs> don't worry about it. just not for, it's, it's it's just not doing it it's just not doing it, man. I don't know. I don't know what it's all about. What are your thoughts? I love it. No, you I, don't. I do. I love it. I love it. I don't like 
the first song, the first song is, I will, I will honestly tell you, the first song is enough to get anybody to turn it off. I should, like, Drake should take that first song and just take it off the album. Take yeah. it off. It was a just terrible way to start. Take it off. It is a terrible way to start, but maybe he did it on purpose to basically tell people, like, this is going to be different. Get ready for different. Yeah. But after yeah. the first song, I like it a lot. I like I like the album all the way through. Like usually when I'm driving around Los Angeles doing things that I'm doing, bring in, I'm listening to the podcast most of the time. But like I couldn't stop listening to this. I was amazed by the feeling, and the feeling is the dance floor. The feeling is outside and this just made me feel like I needed to be, I needed to be somewhere dancing to this. I needed to be in a club listening to this album. The first time I heard it, I just thought it was, I was like, did, I was like, did Diplo produce this thing? I was like, what is <laughs> happening here? You hear that there's so many different kinds of dance music on there, house music, like African sure. music, all that. And I just, and I just loved it. And Drake's been kind of doing this for his whole career but it's been like you know one song here one song there you know and then we get a full album of it and i like it but i understand if people don't like it but i am i am a fan i'm not calling anyone stupid for not liking it i am just a fan of what he does here i like it yeah i actually had a coworker today say to me she's like is it weird that I unironically like this Drake album? <laughs> and I said, I said, I don't think so, but I need to know why. Like, you got to give me some sort of justification there. Um, I, I do need to give it another shot yes. because I, it, it just started off so sour for me. And I like basically couldn't make it through. And at that point I just started like trying, I, I was, I was digging for gold. I'm like skipping ahead. I'm like, give me something, give me something to work with here. And I couldn't find it. So I do need clean slate, bring the expectation back down. Maybe another cycle through will, will make it work. But like the thing is, and this one, this album really made me, I've always thought it and I've never really needed to say it. And now this really makes me need to say it. Like Drake, you don't have to literally put out every song you write. And I feel like, (laughs) like these mixtapes and these albums and these projects. And it's like, he just, nothing is nothing. What's on the cutting room floor of this album. I mean, I hope there's nothing there because it can't be good, but like, it feels like, and it's great that he puts out so much music, but it doesn't have to be everything, man. Like, and and not every song needs to be as long. I don't think (laughs) he's just like, go, 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 go. Let the people have it. And most of the time, we all eat it up, but this just made me a little bit over the edge. Go like, maybe take a little bit more time with this one. And like, maybe some songs could have been switched out the first one. Um, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of his stuff is not even a lot less songs in length, but just like projects in length. It was the first thing I looked for. I saw an album. I thought this thing is going to be 36 songs long. And I know it, I know it, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> But that's where my mind was, is like, oh, this is a three disc. Cool. I can't wait to dive into this every day this weekend. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I do need to give it another fair shot, though. I will say that. Yes. You need to give it another shot. You need to be in a different environment, I yeah. feel. Yeah. And yeah. I'm telling you, 
Uh, songs like Massive, songs like Sticky, I, Downhill. I love this album. And I think people are going to look at this album the same way that they looked at Taylor Swift's reputation. Oh, a lot of people listen to that album, threw it out because it was, it felt like she was doing a Rihanna impression on some of the songs. You skip, once you skip those like first, I want to say it's like three songs. See a song with future and Ed Sheeran. Like that's a lot. Just like the bigger reputation. Like there's, there's some mm-hmm. stuff going on in that album that you're like, yeah. But once you get to like song five of reputation, it's great. And like, I think people are going to respect this a lot more as, as we move, as we move forward. And another okay. weird Drake Taylor Swift thing, which he actually tweeted a random picture of her at one point, like during or like Instagram, a random picture of her. And I was like wondering if this is what it was for, because at the, the last song on this album is just a classic Drake banger, him and 21 Savage, Jimmy Cooks. And it's just what you expect from a Drake album. Right. And she does that at the end of reputation, like new year's day is the song at the yeah. end of that. And it's just like, Hey guys still here. This is me. Like we're good. And mm-hmm. I feel like he kind of did that on this. So like, hmm. you know, I'm interesting it's a a theory it's a left turn something that I feel like Drake kind of needed to do to do something different to do something that maybe everybody doesn't like but uh yeah I I just I don't know this album makes me feel it just feels good I like it I like it a lot give it another listen to you and everybody okay yeah I will yeah you're right different environment give it another maybe I'll start maybe I'll start just putting it on shuffle yeah, just put it on shuffle. <laughs> just <don't. laughs> just get just get number one out. Make a playlist yeah, get and get number one out of there. It's right. it's a lot. Like it's a yeah. lot of Drake singing. And listen, Drake is not the next person we're going to talk about. So please don't sing right. a lot right. like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Good point. Good point. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think? Let us know at Brunch Breakdown. Do you like the new Drake album? Honestly, never mind. Or are you saying honestly, never mind? Listening to other things. <laughs> Uh, like Dan is, let us know at Brunch Breakdown. And uh, let's talk about the next person, Beyonce. She put out new singles of her album Renaissance that's coming out at the end of July. Uh, Break My Soul. Dan, thoughts? Love it. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. Oh, man. And let me tell you something, because Beyonce has been doing some different things in the past few years. Her past few albums are their masterpieces, but they are different. They're not, you know, written for the radio. They don't need to be. And they are, they're, they're stories. They're quite literally movies, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so now when I hear uh, Beyonce's going to release a song, um, I I just, my expectation changed a while ago. And yeah, I expect something completely out of the box, and it's going to be different and some people are going to like it. Some people aren't, it's, you know, it's going to get played on the radio, but it's not going to be number one for all summer long. This we, we, we back baby. We're dancing <laughs> to this thing. We are dancing to this thing. And I don't know what this album is going to be like, but I, I can't wait. 
I can't wait. This is this song is fantastic, dude. It's amazing. Like this is I, this is going to be the biggest song in the freaking world. This is the song of the summer. Like, sorry, Jack mm-hmm. Harlow, you put out first class too early, I guess. But yeah. my <laughs> God, because that was at the moment. Like I was like, I guess we're just gonna be listening to first class by Jack Harlow all summer long. But no, waiting for some of the summer. Yeah, man. Holy, I, I mean, if this doesn't have everything you want for the summer, and she says we outside in the song yes to let everybody know like a halfway through the song just to let everybody know guys i made this for outside we are dancing it's been it's just it just felt so good because even though it's coming from beyonce but it's beyonce like talking to the people like release Mm -hmm. your job release your stress really it's like yes this is the song that we have needed for like this is it like this is the song when we are all back outside COVID's not gone by the way guys it's not gone (laughs) it's not gone but anyways this is a song that we needed for this for this summer in particular we needed this in 2022 when we are all going on vacation we're going to have our first real fourth of july in two years we're this is the song we needed for barbecues and cookouts and pool parties and everything my god beyonce is just like she's the president that's it of the world (laughs) not of the united states of the world she's just that's it she's the queen for a reason (laughs) she really is she really is. The song's amazing. It is. It's exactly what we needed. We got the the big Frida uh, sample throughout oh. the song. is just incredible. It, we had to wait. It, it almost, it was like the week of summer, right? We just passed the first day of summer. It took that long to finally get the song of the summer. Sometimes it comes out way before that. You're right. I thought we were just, Jack Harlow was just going to ride the throne the rest of the year. Uh, but thank goodness for the queen for quite literally the greatest concert and performance i and i think you have ever seen and probably will ever see i oh, think yeah. we can hang our hats on that one um but she saved the day she yep. really did she saved the day she saved the summer and now blast this when we're all outside i oh, i'm so excited god is that song amazing and just that out even- i mean when that oh. album drops it's gonna be crazy people are gonna be yeah just pins and needles man pins and it- needles and just that sample and just using a familiar sample that we all know from just being at anything from the past yeah. 30 years. Like, <laughs> it's awesome that, like, there are younger kids who are like, they have no idea that that's a sample from like a 90s, like, house song that, like, sure. you know, we've yeah. been hearing that all the time, sampled a million times, played on DJ sets at weddings and whatnot. We've been hearing that our whole lives. But there are people who are like, whoa this new sound this is crazy and i'm like i love that so much because like (laughs) oh my god it's just everything about this song is just it was exactly what i needed in my life exactly yeah all hail the queen all hail the queen thank you beyonce (laughs) we love you come to the brunch breakdown anytime anytime Anytime. doors always open yes All right, well, let's get into what we are listening to, which is obviously Beyonce's Break My Soul. We'll talk about that. But Dan, what are you listening to, man? What's going on? Uh, First one up for me this week. um, I'm going to go with my boy Rex Orange County. Why not? Just got to, like I said, finally see him in concert. It was an amazing show. I didn't get in quite to the details of it, but it was. It was an incredible show. It was weird that there was no opener, but you know what? (laughs) For a show on, uh, what was it? Like a Wednesday or Tuesday night? It was a beautiful thing to be out of there by 10, 15. So thank you, Rex, my man. Uh, the band he had was, was great. He had a lot more energy than I was anticipating. 
I thought he'd be behind the keys most of the time, but it was a, it was a fantastic show. So, you know, his album has been out for a little while now. And I usually put, I I'm sure I put some things on when it first came out, but the album called who cares. And what did I say? He was amazing. There's a song called amazing. I'll probably put amazing by Rex Orange County on the playlist this week. No, that's awesome. Shouts to uh, you living in Pittsburgh, by the way, because I guarantee you Rex Orange County show in Los Angeles had maybe had probably had no opener, but I guarantee you it didn't start on time. I guarantee you it started at 10 o'clock because that's what happens. (laughs) Lots of people ditch their openers for LA shows and then don't start the show until 930 still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shouts to you. Lucky man. Very happy for that. (laughs) Wow. Shouts to you. All right. uh, I'm going to go with Dan. This song, you're going to hate. You're going to hate it so much. And, and I don't, and I'm putting it on here because I don't dirty. even know if I'm going to like it. I don't even, I'm not even know if I'm going to like it. I don't know if I like it. What? I still, I'm still not sure if I like it, but I have to put it on the playlist. Uh, mainly because Chris isn't here. And I imagine if he listens to the playlist, he will maybe enjoy this in or Katie will natural by Breland. Um, I love Breland. I think what Breland's doing with uh, country and R&B music is awesome. But this song is uh, interesting natural give it a shot listen Ooh. to the lyrics because i think Mystery. that's my issue with the song. if i can get past the lyrics i could like the song but man is it hard but i love breland it's my guy yeah right. i'm putting it on the playlist for that and for okay. you dan just so you can probably skip Wonderful. it really fast yeah <laughs> i'll listen to drake's album afterwards and be like i love this <laughs> that's my trick that's your trick yeah uh second one up for me this week our girls i'm gonna put them on the playlist every time they release a song because i can't get behind this band enough and i'm telling you this is the final boarding call last chance (laughs) get on board the train for the aces if you're not on board yet we're running out of seats this is it last call their brand new song that they just dropped girls make me want to die is amazing it's up tempo it's catchy it's guitar forward and it is a great summary windows down jam again just what we needed for the summer i love these girls i love this band the aces ladies and gentlemen final boarding call (laughs) who are they going on tour with they're going on tour with someone like they are shoot yeah they are yeah they're going on a a big i saw it on somebody's poster they're going on tour with somebody big, and I can't yeah. remember who. But uh, get in early, because the Aces are great. They're fantastic. Straight up. I just can't remember who it was. But yeah, I don't know. You find that. Interrupt me. Uh, Becky G just put out a new album. She's got a song called Baye Con Mi X. That's my Spanish accent right there. So that's as good as I Love get right it. there. Six. Clean. Six semesters of Spanish, and that's as good as I get right there. But anyways, that is the song that I'm putting on the playlist, and it is super good. I love Becky G. I love what she's done with uh, her brand over the last couple of years, man. Really leaned in to all the heavy Latin flavors and everything like that, and leaned in her heritage, really, and it's super good. And the album's really good, even though I don't know exactly what she's saying a lot of the times, but it jams. And that's how I feel about Bad Bunny, too. But uh, yeah, Becky G, Baye Con Mi X songs fire she just performed on a award show not that long ago i'm trying to remember which one it was if it was the billboard awards 
or the Grammys. I can't remember what it was, but it was a really, really good performance. And you're right. She's really leaned into that. And I'm sure she hates the hell out of it, but singing in the shower is and forever, forever will be a jam. Yes. Forever. Don't care what anybody says. Forever will be a jam. In, every time I think of it, it gets stuck in my head for days. And that's quality. Quality also, song. Uh, also, Becky yeah. G came out during Coachella, something that Dan says he's not going to this year. She came out of Coachella with Carol G and it was fire. Anyway, that's true. She did. That's your weekly Dan. You're going to really miss Coachella segment of the bridge yeah. breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long couple of months. <laughs> um, the aces on tour supporting. Why don't we? Um, that's it. so, so that's going to exactly. be a great tour. Okay. Yeah. It'll be a great, it'll be a good tour for them. Um, yes. There is a Pittsburgh date. I might have to. I've, I've I've known that for a while, and I've debated pulling the trigger on that. It's like two days before Twenty One Pilots is back, so it's gonna be a hell of a week. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, last one for me is um, Milk Blood featuring Paris. That's right, band right back here. It's another band you hear me put on here often enough. So they've got a song that they put out uh, together called Wicked, and I haven't put Paris on in a little while because they haven't put out new music in a little while. And they're kind of going through this weird transition period right now and not necessarily in their sound. They've been doing that for a couple of years. There's been this transition, but they're having issues with their label and this album that they're trying to write and release and want to tour and support. And there's some conflict there. So we're all kind of left with this empty void and trying to figure out what's happening. So Wishing them all the best figuring that all out, but glad at least we've got this uh, collab with Milkblood for a song called uh, Wicked. So it's heavy electronic, which fits with kind of the evolution of the Paris sound over the last couple of years. So uh, Lynn Gutt and her voice worked with just about anybody. So check out Wicked with Milkblood in Paris. Nice. Um, Last song I'm going to put on here is... We talked about Post Malone a couple weeks ago. And I lukewarm about the album at the time. Not anymore. I don't know what it was. I have come around around on this. And I don't know what it was. It just all of a sudden, Wasting Angels is really good. Like, that might be one of my favorite songs of the year. Mm. Like, wow, really good song. You get Post Malone in a good space. You get uh, the Kid Leroy in a really good space. Because the thing about the Kid Leroy, when he's in the pocket, when he's doing what he does, it's great. And he's really doing it here. It's like Post Malone's doing a Kid Leroy song, it seems. And it's sure, yeah. really okay. good. And then I just love the lyrics of this song. I just I just, I, I just love this song. And um, yeah, this is it, Wasting Angels. Freaking God, is that song good? Yeah. Look at you coming around. All right. Yeah. Maybe that'll be with me, Drake, in a couple of weeks. It we'll might. See. It might. We'll see. But I'm it glad. might I'm not. Glad. It might not. We'll see. But I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Glad to hear that. <laughs> well, that is the sounds of brunch. And uh, we will have, of course, Beyonce on there. I'll throw a couple of Drake songs on there as well. It's hard for me to choose because I love the album so much. Uh, but Dan, not so much. Not so uh, much. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Dan, any final thoughts? On this uh, 104th episode? I yeah. think that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. 104. 104? 
Yeah. Uh, we'll hope to have uh, Chris back next week. Uh, thong or not, we will hope for the best. But if not, you know, tune in for another brunch in 3D. What are you going to do? Yep. And get your brunch breakdown thongs at brunchbreakdown.merch. <laughs> We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>